right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soccer Pilgrim. Uh, this is a live stream for the season finale or the last episode of the Arsenal season. And if you could tell from the sound of my voice, I am sick and I do have COVID. And I'm going to repeat that once more people jump on the live stream. But yeah, uh, I wanted to make another episode dedicated just for Arsenal. I wasn't planning on doing a live stream. Uh, on Instagram, and I usually like to do live streams on Instagram for these podcast episodes because you know it's fun. But uh, I was going to do sort of a recap what I learned of uh, my time speaking with different Arsenal fans and some of the questions I brought up, uh, how they feel about Arteta or how they feel about uh, uh, Granit Xhaka. Calcio with Julian, hey, what's up, man? Uh, like I told you, we're gonna, I definitely want to make a, a, a season on. Italian football or, or calcio, I said in Italian, but uh, but anyway, so <clears throat> uh, for a raspy voice, as you can hear, I don't know if it sounds better. Some people like that raspy voice, uh, probably sound like AK on Darby Cast, but uh, but yes, so <clears throat> so there's gonna be a lot of that of me clearing my voice, as you can tell, my voice is rasping up right now. Omicron hitting me, uh, no fever, nothing serious, just a uh, fatigue, uh, sore throat. And dry coughs, as per usual for these kind of uh, for the symptoms of this virus. But anyway, um, let's begin with let's begin with Ben Green. The first episode, Ben Green is actually the one where I did the I recorded him last. So all these episodes might sound outdated because they are, and it happened uh, like it happened. I recorded most of these episodes in like September or in uh, yeah, like in September or in October. Maybe the latest was November with Ben Green. I'm just gonna pop up my the episode list, and and I gotta say it was he was I wanted to put him first because he was the only one out of everyone else that was actually from London and from that part of London specifically. When I mean that part of London, I really do mean just from North London, right? A guy who grew up literally in the shadows of the Emirates or who grew up in the shadows of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm losing my thought. Uh, of Highbury rather. And to see it from his perspective, for me, it was fascinating because he was talking from a perspective of a of an actual Arsenal fan, of a native person, if you will, someone who's from that area. And I, you could tell by the way he talked about it, it was purely irrational. There was nothing rational about his affiliation and fandom with uh, Arsenal. It was almost a hundred percent irrational. And I found that, and I found that fascinating. Like there's one part of the episode where he says, like, I can't watch it with american fans because i get too intense i get really uh, passionate and he gets i i could see i can imagine how he's like where he gets very upset and just very like hyped up and uh probably talks a lot of shit or sing a lot of things that most american fans or even canadian fans might be like oh crap but it's understandable if you're from that part of town and also when fans of other clubs are just equally as hostile so to me it's like yeah it makes sense you know oh shit michael bruno how's it going man um but yes, so uh, so with Ben Green, I don't remember all the answers, but the one consistent question I asked through all of them was Michael uh, Mikel Arteta, and I, I think I call him Michael Arteta, but uh, Mikel Arteta and, uh, and Grand Xhaka, and everyone's got different answers. I think everyone, everyone, uh, what's up, Michael? Uh, what's up, Bruno? And I think everyone pretty much has the same opinion when Mikel, Mikel Arteta is... Um, uh, he needs more time they they definitely are ride or die with Mikel Arteta so they definitely uh, what's up Aaron and they definitely are ride or die with Mikel Arteta they think that he needs more time they think they uh they think 
yeah, just more time. He just needs more time. He's young and uh, he's still learning the ropes. And right now, Arsenal's doing fine. So if any of you have questions, so what's up, Sam? If any of you have questions, please send it through. Uh, Aaron, Sam, and and uh, Bruno, if you can hear from my voice, I have COVID. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I have COVID. My ra- my voice is raspy. I got it from my mom, and I'm not entirely sure where she got it. Most likely from work. Um, but anyway, and uh, so yeah, so <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Ben Green was. I really like that. I really like talking to him. I just met him the day of the recording, and uh, getting to know him was really cool, really fascinating. He's a video coach at a university. I think he said UCLA. I don't remember. And seeing how. See, seeing things from his perspective as someone from North London was was really interesting. I, I thought that was important to put that as a first episode as a way to compare and contrast with all the other fans I speak to who are not from London. So with Ben, it was it was um, pretty emotional. <laughs> Sam says Arsenal sucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're a United fan. Like, come on, bro. Like, it seems like United has been in transition for the last five years and still hasn't got their shit together. No one cares about the Gunners. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get to this episode since Sam is here. Uh, we have a mutual friend in the name of David Lee, and I think David is <laughs> he's super emotional. He goes from oh, yeah, Arteta's great, let's keep him. I think he needs more time. And then when Arteta loses like two three games, he's like, we need to sack him. He sucks. <laughs> oh, David. But um, but everyone's given me reasonable answers for this episode, where everyone said like. Yeah, you know, Arteta needs more time. He we see what he's doing. We need he needs more time in the transfer market to bring in the players that he needs, which is true. I mean, if they bring in this uh, Isaac or Isak guy from the the Swedish kid, who he shit, who shit, yeah, Isak or Isaac or however you say his name, or you're saying David Lee's shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, and Granit Xhaka. Okay, I was jumping topics, but Granit Xhaka. Everyone said kind of the same thing which surprised me. I thought everyone would be like, let's get rid of him, let's get rid of him. But everyone essentially said that uh, Granit Xhaka either needs to be played better or he needs to leave the club. Everyone associated with the Gunners is shit. (laughs) Oh, Sam. United fans are equally toxic and shit. So, (laughs) the Liverpool fans. It's like Liverpool, Arsenal, and and United have, like, the worst fans in England. That's what I'm gathering. They have absolutely the worst fans. That's what it sounds like to me at this point. Jonathan Davis should go to Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, Tugwell would not appreciate that answer, Aaron. Tugwell really won't like that. But I agree. I think... Jonathan David at Arsenal sounds right because the striker position, it's clear that Aubameyang and Lacazette are being shown the out. And if they go, I mean, who's going to be a starting striker? Martinelli's good, but he seems better on the wing than striker. <laughs> no one, Sam, Sam saying no one should go there. Um, Jonathan David, I think he'd do well in Arsenal, but my only concern is that he starts the season slow. Like he start his career at Lille, he started quite slow. He didn't score a goal after 10 games he only scored a goal after 10 games or something like that but it was fascinating with Lille fans was that they were very patient they were very like this kid's good let's give him some time why wouldn't he like that Jonathan David can be the new because like Tugwa just hates Arsenal he just talks so much shit about Arsenal like he 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 thinks he calls a middle up mid-table club Arsenal is the same level as Everton he's just saying some craziness but honestly I'd be happy with him at Liverpool too yeah I like that if he went to Liverpool that'd be great but then he had to compete with Diogo Jota at the striker position. But then 
that's too oh man that's a tough competition oh what's up andrew and yeah it's a tough competition to compete with diogo jota who's been scoring goals left and right he's been so consistent so amazing but anyway uh let's go let's get back to this arsenal topic though uh so david lee we were watching a game and uh that was something i wanted to try Sure, but David at Arsenal would be good for the culture. I would love to see uh, Jonathan David at Arsenal. I would love that. Or even at West Ham. Him at West Ham, I could see that being a really cool thing. And to really open up English, France, and Canadian football. I really do think so. Alan Party is free. <laughs> Sam is just trolling. Hey, hey Andrew. Uh, if he does well. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see Jonathan David at Arsenal. Especially if Obama Yang. I, we... I don't think I brought this up with any of the guys I spoke to on the podcast, but I feel like all of them would say, yeah, all of them would, would probably agree with you, Aaron, saying uh, uh, Jonathan David at Arsenal would be a good match. I would, I see that happening. I think that's a good match. Van City will. Welcome, welcome. And and yeah, so I would like, I would definitely would like to see that. Uh, where do you think Jonathan David would be the best fit? Oh, that's a good question. McDonald's. <laughs> By the way, everybody's just trolling. But yeah. <laughs> Stop, man. Uh, so everyone coming in, I have COVID, so my, my throat's all raspy and stuff. Um, but <laughs> you're so rude, Sam. But um, Jonathan David, I think Arsenal. I would love to see him on Arsenal. I would love to see him at West Ham. Liverpool, I would love to see him Liverpool. But I actually do want to see Alain Saint-Maxima at Liverpool if ever Sadio Mane were to leave, which I don't think Sadio Mane would leave. But if he does... Alan Maxima is replacing Sadio Mane would be incredible. Um, Jonathan David, if let's say uh, Lukaku were to leave Chelsea, which I don't think would happen, but if Lukaku were to leave Chelsea, Jonathan David at Chelsea would be really nice. I would like to see that. But is he? Then the question is: Is he really ready for a top six Premier League club? You're, you're going from uh, you're going from a very good Lille generation to an established historical top six Premier League club, top six best in the world. So it's like, it's still a considerable jump. So I'm kind of wondering, does he have what it takes? Jonathan David the Newcastle. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I feel like that could be a real thing, but I don't, but uh, no, I think personally, some people, oh, Dortmund, Jonathan David the Dortmund. Why should I like that? If Holland were to leave and then David were to take his spot at Dortmund, you know, I really like that. That's a good one, Dave. It's uh, a good one, Kevin. I like that one. I really, really like that one. Uh, so yeah, we're, so we're on this topic, Jonathan David. I was supposed to kind of do a review of my Arsenal season, but the ta- discussion we're having right now is actually really cool. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. So let me just close off this discussion with the Arsenal season. Long story short, everyone kind of had the same answer. Granit Xhaka should either leave, or he should, uh, or he has some good games and stay on the bench because his leadership is un- invaluable. Uh, Arteta needs more time. That's what pretty much everyone says. And now let's get back to what are all the questions that people are asking. But, oh, uh, before I close off this Arsenal talk, I, I don't think we spent too much time because I'm going to address all the comments and questions you guys have been making right now on the live stream on Instagram. But my favorite episode of this season, I don't, I don't want to pick favorites. I loved all of them. All these conversations were amazing, insightful, and just amazing. Like, Ivan uh, de la Victoire was... I, I'm, I feel a sense of... In, I feel indebted to him. He he's the one who kind of put me on this entire soccer content creator. So shout out to Yvonne. Have a lot of love for you. Thank you so much, uh, David Lee. I miss playing soccer with you. Ben Green. I hope I get to meet you in person. Uh, Abraham Yassine. I'm finally happy. I finally met you in uh, at a Club de Foot Montreal game. 
Uh, I really liked that episode because I got to see what it's like to be a coach for U16 AAA girls team. And a lot of these girls end up playing for the Canadian national team or are in the list to be on the Canadian national team, the women's team. And he's also a U9 coach for CF Montreal, so he's a professional. Greg, he's a teammate of mine. Love him. I miss him. I miss playing with him. He's always funny. We always get along. We always banter. Every time we see each other when we play soccer, we're always bantering. It's fun. And Ganji, who moved to Toronto. Miss you a lot, buddy. Uh, I actually really like that episode with Ganji. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I always love talking to him in general. Uh, we went to a, we went to a Montreal versus TFC game at Toronto, and he got me tickets, and it was, it was an incredible time. Uh, but yeah, that's it. All right, so let's get back to all the things that people are saying. So Aaron says, I think he's ready to for a top six Premier League club. Every time he's proven himself and like he can really make himself to a big name there. True. Prem is a different beast. This is what Michael Bruno says. Prem is a different beast. Might be a season too early for David in England. I agree. I agree. I agree with both of you, Aaron and, and, and Michael, because I feel like maybe he needs a little more time to simmer in the pot. And I think that's what uh, Jonathan David needs. Like anywhere else, pe- people would doubt his quality under Davies. Yeah, that's true. Davies kind of takes all that... Uh, he casts a big shadow. Where's my shadow? Sam, I've been saying your name the entire uh, live stream, Sam. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, Club de Football? Uh, thanks for joining my live stream. Really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Where is Jonathan David? Is it too early for him to go to the Premier League? I mean, it's like, imagine you had two, three great seasons at like the Spanish Basketball League and you've won the league there and then... You have rumors of going to the NBA. Are you ready to make that jump? You know, it doesn't say it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of questions. Uh, Kevin says, Leo, I think that's how you say it. Leo and Pepe are perfect examples why there's a lot of development to go. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. Subvu, Spurs suck. <laughs> I think everyone agrees with that. Spurs are shit. Uh, how do I send tips here? Uh, oh, yeah, you can. I was going to say Venmo, but that's an American thing. You can always e-transfer me, Sam. Or let me stay at your place in Chicago. That's obviously an option. Those are the strikers that left before him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And uh, Leon's not in uh, AC Milan anymore? I, I thought he was. I, I know. Oh, no, wait. Was he at Lille? Then he went to AC Milan? Is that it? Because Leon is good. He I think he's talented, but he definitely needs more time to develop. Pepe was uh, was just weird. I, I think he I think he has a lot of talent, but he probably should have stayed in France. Okay, Aaron says, but where else would he go? I think at his age, Prem is perfect to move there. Like he's top goal scorer in League R, and if and even if it wasn't too uh, top six, nor nor less than the first division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like uh, Premier League, I could see him ending up there, but the question is really how when would he end up there and what. And at what time would it be good for him to go to Premier League where he doesn't flop or is considered a flop? That's why, like, uh, when Kevin said him, uh, well, that's when Kevin said Jonathan David going to Dortmund. Sounds like a really good idea. I like that because Dortmund produces stars, you know, as we could see. They, they do that. Also, David isn't a flashy striker. He's a clinical finisher that fits. Yes, like, he he he's like a bulldog. He just hustles. He's always uh, bullying the back line. He's always either trying to set up a goal or he's always a kind of a poacher. But that's what I like about him is that he kind of... Benzema is a little flashy at times because he's a great dribbler. But he kind of reminds me a lot of what Benzema was like with Ronaldo. Where he'll do the dirty work where no one notices. Um, so I agree. I definitely agree. So it comes back to where... 
so the, to round not to I guess to highlight or illustrate a conversation with Jonathan David is he's at Lille. When should he leave to go to the Premier League? And what club in the Premier League should he go to? And if he were to leave Lille but not to the Prem, what club would he go to then? Uh, my I would love to see him at Dortmund to develop it to an incredible striker because Dortmund just has that reputation. And he could end up in a top six, but if it's not a top six club in the Premier League, I could see him ending up in like West Ham would be good. West Ham project seems interesting right now. Uh, Aaron, I think a West Ham would be dope, but for the culture, they need him at Arsenal or Liverpool. I agree, but he's also always surprised us. He's also, yeah, 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 yeah. He's always surprised us. And, but then it's, if he doesn't, because the problem with the top six Premier League club is that his goal, his goal should be a Champions League team where he could actually play. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's why Dortmund might be a good fit, or him at Bayern Munich. Would oh, that be so cool? Him and Alfonso Davies linking up. I can see him at Crystal Palace. Yeah, I hope not. I really hope he doesn't end up at Crystal Palace. That's not. That's not. That's not a good look. Um, I could see him at. Uh, I mean, we could see him anywhere, but like. Tottenham, if ever Tottenham were to lose Harry Kane and to bring in Jonathan David, yeah, but I, I don't necessarily like that. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily like that for whatever reason. <laughs> Chicago Fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Another good one would be Benfica, Porto, Atletico, and AC Milan. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Kevin, but isn't it more of a sideways trajectory to go to Benfica, Porto? It's not really a move up. I mean, you know. I think I think if he was in a, a Portuguese league at first, I think it would have been really good. But I, Atletico Madrid would be really cool if he replaced Luis Suarez. But Luis Suarez seems to be killing it right now. But I haven't really watched La Liga in a while. Uh, AC Milan would be good if he replaced Zlatan. But Zlatan, it doesn't seem to be slowing. But he doesn't seem to be playing a lot, Zlatan. So it's hard to say. But I would... Um, but that's the thing is he's kind of a hot commodity. We don't have a lot of strikers, convincing strikers like him at the moment. I mean... No, we probably do. I'm just not thinking of him right now. But I would love to see... Definitely would love to see him in a bigger club, in a bigger league. I don't see him in Spain. Not yet, at least. I remember there's some crazy rumors that Real Madrid wants him. And I'm like, what? That's that's a little too crazy. Korea FC. <laughs> I just think all around, his playing style, his need as a striker, and the brand he wants to build all around, Arsenal is the perfect spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But then... I think I think I'm gonna stand by the thing where I think he needs maybe another season or two at Lille, and then consider a move to Arsenal, where he's like a little more cemented. Because like I said, every season he doesn't really start off. I mean, this season maybe is a little different, but like he, yeah, even this season, I think he has scored a goal after like three, four games. Where if he was more convincing that he'd start a goal, he like he scored a goal in the first two games of the season. You know, I then I was like, yeah, okay, you're you're. You're ready. That's kind of how I'm seeing that. Because if you want to be at the top level, especially at the Premier League as a striker, I mean, you got to be assisting or scoring a goal in the first two, three games, right? But yeah, I really would like to see him at Arsenal. Uh, Jonathan David Arsenal just seems to work really well. But then it's a question of getting rid, getting rid of Lacazette and getting rid of Aubameyang. And then where would they go? Where would Aubameyang and Lacazette go? Would Aubameyang even leave? I don't know. Lacazette seems most likely to leave. And where would Lacazette go? I hope Montreal. CF Montreal, that'd be amazing. We Because Montreal needs a striker. But I don't think we have that kind of budget to get a player like Lacazette. 
and Saputo's cheap as fuck, so he's not gonna spend. No way he's gonna spend that much. He he money balls it not because he believes in the money ball philosophy, because he doesn't want to spend. What about David at United? Hmm. I mean, like, there's so many forwards at United, right? It's like Ronaldo, Greenwood, Rashford, Cavani. If Cavani's thing put, replace uh, Agüero. Agüero's done. Agüero is, is at Barcelona, but he he like. Uh, but he retired. Aguero retired. Oh, you mean be like Aguero at, at Man City? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Man City, David at Man City because they don't have, they don't have a striker. They don't have a reliable striker. I mean, they have Gabriel Gabriel Jesus, but they don't even play him. And then the next question is: Is Jonathan David a Pep Guardiola player? Does he do what Guardiola likes? Is he the guy who fits in a Guardiola system? Maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, okay. No, I mean, replace what Aguero was at City. Yeah, 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 uh, that's that's what I'm thinking, is is Jonathan David an Aguero, not an Aguero player, but a, a Pep Guardiola player? Does he, you know, does he, is the, does he play the same way? Does he fit in that Aguero, that uh, Guardiola system? Uh, that That's a real question I'm wondering. But him at Arsenal, imagine that. Like the starting lineup, Jonathan David, Martin Udegaard, Emil Smith Rowe, Saka. It's gonna be a young, talented team. Isn't that crazy? He was in high school at Louis Riel in the twenties. Yo, bro, like he was in Ottawa like not too long ago. Like it's 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 insane. Like I know that TFC and the Montreal Impact at the time, the Impact, they they were scouting him and they were like, I think they were pretty much offering him tryouts and not just tryouts but they're offering like yo you could be a part of the club and he said no because he wanted to go to europe that i remember reading something like that and made a good gamble he ended up in belgium and then now in france french champion champions league so uh it's crazy it, it, it is crazy it's like it feels like this guy was your neighbor that you kind that you didn't really know about and then next thing you know he he's in europe in a top league it is kind of wild he wasn't on much radar. Even Ottawa Fury didn't offer him anything. Even Ottawa Fury didn't offer him anything? Because I know Montreal uh, were offering him a tryout because they, they heard about him, I guess, through their scouting. But not even Ottawa Fury? Come on, Ottawa. What are you doing? Come on, Fury. I mean, is Fury still a thing? Yeah, Aaron, is, is the Fury still a thing? Because now this Athletic Ottawa, I don't see how there is a point of Ottawa Fury. And if there is an Ottawa Fury, how does Ottawa... How can Ottawa have two professional clubs... And Montreal doesn't, or Toronto doesn't. Wait, uh, let's look it up before before uh, Aaron answers that. Ottawa Fury, Wikipedia. Oh, they're still around. Oh no, no, they're not. Sorry, they're not. They dissolved. Nah, man, his name wasn't that well known in Ottawa, and Fury isn't a thing. I'll let, I thought okay, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, Julian de Guzman's a GM of, uh, or was a GM of Fury? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. Okay, 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 okay. I never liked the name Fury, to be honest. Otto Fury was never a big fan of that name. Uh, Athletic Ottawa, I, I mean, it's great because of Association Athletic Madrid. And yeah, so Jonathan David to Arsenal, I really like that. I feel like all the Arsenal fans I spoke to would love to see a player like that come in and, you know, and do their thing. Or he does his thing, rather. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that. The branding was poor. Yeah, the branding. Oh, don't don't talk to me about branding. Oh God, CF Montreal. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, 
it's it's fascinating with uh what Arsenal's going through because Arsenal is let's let's see where they're at in the Premier League table because I think they're not I think they're doing okay like they're like fifth place perhaps yeah I think Arsenal's really not yeah they're fourth Arsenal's fourth that's amazing with thirty five points West Ham's behind him with thirty four then Tottenham's thirty three uh United seventh place Sam are you still here United sucks uh United could fucking they suck <laughs> and the uh, Chelsea's oh wow okay City's uh, I thought it wasn't that many points but oh shit Chelsea's uh, 10 points behind City god damn it City's winning the league what's up what's up Jason for joining Jace William bruh but yes so oh yeah you watch your mouth <laughs> Could he be the consistent striker that they have been wishing for that helps them win the Prem for Arsenal? Uh, yeah, yeah. Could he? Be? I mean, I, I, I'm being apprehensive because he is consistent with Lille. But I just, um, I mean, he is a top goal scorer for Lille. That's for sure. Yeah, I would say, yeah, he definitely could be. But I'm going to stick by my answer where I feel like he does definitely needs a little more time to cook in the pot. You know, I think he needs a little, I think he needs another season or two at Lille and then he can leave the club for Arsenal. And if he is successful uh, in terms of goal scoring ratio and performance wise, if he is killing it with Lille the next year or two, the Lille could charge Arsenal for more. So if you want to see it from the business angle, then yes, uh, they can make more money off Jonathan David and he could join the Premier League with a bit of a bit of a splash, if you will, you know, because like if he were to leave Lille to Arsenal right now, it would only be uh, relatively big news among soccer fans. But he could become bigger news if he had a little more time to play and develop. Uh, and are a lot of the average clubs in the Prem that much better than most clubs in the league are? Oh my god! I mean, I need to sneeze, but it's not happening. Oh no, this sucks. Oh, okay. Um... Ensemble FC, thank you, or Assemble FC. Thanks for joining. Thanks for uh Oh thanks for following me. Uh I'll follow you back once this is over. And uh yeah, yeah. Are a lot of average clubs in the Premier League much better than yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean League R just lost its fifth place position to the Portuguese league. That should tell you a lot of what's happening with League R. Also, how much better does he have to get to be ready? It's not I mean that's that's what I'm saying is that the Premier League is a different beast. There's so many, you, the last thing I want to see is him being a flop. I, I don't doubt his ability of how good he is. I'm just saying like um, it's it's the Premier League. Like if you don't if you don't do well in your first season, especially with a top six club, you're out. Like you're it's over. Like you lose the trust of not just maybe you you might not lose the trust of the front office or the dressing room, but if you lose trust in the fans, that's hard, especially in the Premier League. Like, if you've been to Premier League games, you see how these fans are. They're, they're wild, man. They're insane. So it's, especially on Twitter or, or, or on Reddit, that, like, I'm trying to be as objective as possible with Jonathan David because, like, I feel like he is ready for Premier League, but I don't want it to be early because there's so many players we could think of that went to the Premier League a little early and just didn't work out for them. I totally agree that it would be bad for him to have the pressure and people be not patient with him. Yeah, because, like, with Lille, I mean, granted, he went from Belgium to France. I mean, that's already a quite a big jump if you went from the netherlands to france jump isn't the jump wouldn't be that big but from belgium to france that's a huge jump and and i think maybe then west ham would be less pressure yeah perhaps 
But then, like, I would like him to enter the Premier League by joining a top six club as well. If I'm being more realistic, as of now, West Ham is more realistic. But his potential is definitely Arsenal. I will. I want to see him at Arsenal. I want to see him at Arsenal. I want to see him at Liverpool. Morata, Morata didn't work, but hey, does he find he finds out the clubs? Yeah, I I don't understand Morata. He must have like the greatest agent of all time, because like if you look at Morata's career, it's like top clubs all the time. I don't think he's been to a quote unquote garbage club, like Real Madrid, the Juventus, then back to Real Madrid, then to Chelsea, then to Real Madrid, then back to Juventus, and now he's going to Barcelona. But Barcelona is like what three hundred million in debt or something like that. Like how does how does Barcelona's I don't understand Barcelona's solution is like to, to get out of this financial debt let's spend more money on overpriced players because Barcelona is incredibly intelligent although I just read this morning they're in talks with two crypto uh, crypto companies to be their main sponsors so that could be a lot of money coming in for them but I don't think that'll solve everything so you're talking about not my not, not Arsenal please not my homeboy As, As, Assemble FC what about Jonathan David to Barcelona? My God. <laughs> uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind that. I, at least he gets to say that he plays at Barcelona. Maybe he's joining a Barcelona that like is a sinking ship. But I would see. I would love to see Jonathan David at... Um, uh, I think Arsenal sounds like a realistic choice. Chelsea sounds like a really cool choice. I think the smart choice would be him to go to Dortmund or to... Yeah, Dortmund. If that's even a if that's even a thing, um, yeah, I would love to see him in the German league because I would love to see what he could do in the German league. But uh, yeah, but Morata is just uh, thanks for bringing Morata. I just that's a guy who's always been an enigma for me. That's a rumor I saw. Wait, uh, you mean Jonathan David to to Arsenal or Morata to uh, to Arsenal? Because Morata to Arsenal, that's just, that sounds dumb. That actually sounds really dumb. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Like, oh, Morata to Barca. Yeah, yeah, that's where I saw too. And I, I think that's also kind of dumb. But I don't really care about Barcelona. So I'm like, okay, whatever, Barcelona. You keep doing stupid things. They kept they kept being stupid after Messi left. Tana would be interesting to replace Kane. Would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's what I was saying earlier, where if Kane were to leave, who would they replace him? Who would play? The real question in that regard would be, who would play really well with Sonning Min? Jonathan David might, because Jonathan David is really good. Because Jonathan David and Harry Kane, what they have similar is that they can both score goals. They're both great finishers, but they're also great assists. They they they're really good at giving assists. Like if you look at how Harry Kane sets up Son's goals half the time, it's it's incredible. It's brilliant. So I think Jonathan David could, in terms of skill-wise, definitely overlaps with Harry Kane in that manner. Uh, yeah, I would like to see that. And Harry Kane could also kind of play that number 10 position. So does Jonathan David. So again, there's that overlap that you could see there. Yeah, exactly. Hardworking and simple. They're not flashy players. You know, they don't, you don't go, you don't watch them because you want to see some crazy step overs or like, you know, all, you know, all that Brazilian entertaining stuff, you know, but like you use, you watch them because you know they're going to score a goal and it might be a screamer and it might come in at the most important pivotal time of a game. So that's why you watch Jonathan David or or, or uh, Harry Kane. Would you get a David kit if he was a Tottenham? Mm, I don't think so. Honestly, I don't know. Nah, it, it wouldn't be right because I feel... Ah, that's a good question. I feel like I would be more... Oh, 
What's up, Carabelle? Um, I feel like it'd be I would get a Sonic Min jersey over. I would get a Sonic Min jersey before I get a David jersey. If I already get a Jonathan David jersey, it would definitely be a Canada jersey, the black one. The black Canada jersey is so nice. I want that. I really want that. I don't want to get the red Canada jersey only because it's too much. The red is very similar to TFC red, and that really bothers me, so I don't want that. And uh, yo, Curbs, uh, I don't know if you could tell, but I got COVID. So what's up, man? <laughs> uh, this sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but, but yeah, it's uh, I would, yeah, uh, I like that we're talking a lot about Jonathan David because this could be a very big year for him if he ends. The season, all right, Aaron. <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone's just getting COVID, like insane. It's um, I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna get it, and then it kind of sn snuck up on me, if you will. Uh, I was like, I've been super safe this entire time, so it's it surprised me. But uh, but yeah, I would. I definitely want to say that if Jonathan David were to end the season, uh, thank you, thank you. Take care of you for COVID, guys. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, and also uh, uh, next season for the soccer for soccer pilgrim, I want to talk to United fans. I already got people lined up that I'm that I've said I was gonna speak to. So that'd be nice. Hey, Vassal, how's it going? And so the next season for soccer pilgrim will be talking to United fans, kind of see how, kind of see their perspective on things. It's always good to, I think, I think it'll be a thing where I'll just interview uh, fans who are fans of sinking clubs like united sexy thank you <laughs> um but yes uh oh man uh sorry i lost my train of thought because of that sexy comment you should do a canada soccer pilgrim season you know i was dude i was thinking about that like uh not gonna lie i was thinking about this coming summer either depending how all this covid thing happens is uh i was thinking of following Montreal away games as much as I could see if that's even a possibility uh, financially speaking and following them and kind of capturing the atmosphere of some of these MLS games in, in the States see what it's like uh, whether they go to New York um, the rare occasion LA Miami Miami is always there's a ton of Montrealers in Miami right now and I thought that'd be really cool and if not uh, follow CPL games, go to different CPL venues, see what that's like, and they're very affordable. When I was in Calgary, biggest mistake was not going to a Cavalry versus Edmonton FC game, and it was like twenty five bucks for a ticket, and I'm like, this is ridiculously cheap. So next year, this coming summer, I definitely want to do a soccer pilgrim season on uh, not just the Canadian soccer uh, team, not the national team, but also on CPL as well. Sort of follow it, you know, go to Victoria. Go see Pacific FC. Some of these names are amazing. Pacific FC, I love that name. Cavalry, strong name. Uh, Halifax Wanderers, I like that name as well. Uh, Atletico Ottawa, it's a good name. Uh, Forge FC, I love it because once you understand the history of these cities and the names with it, I was like, it makes fucking sense. Like this is how you should be naming your your football clubs in Canada. Yes, Ottawa. I'll definitely be at Ottawa. I I mean, it's like two hours. It's like right down the road. <laughs> you know, it's like two hours. It's not that far. I, that's definitely a day trip that could happen. Um, come to Atletico Ottawa game. I have a buddy who moved to Ottawa, and he's been wanting to go to Atletico Ottawa game. So I have more excuses to go. And but yeah, in the summer, I'll definitely reach out and watch those games. 
and uh and yeah i've been to, I, that last time to the ottawa was like three four years ago it's been a while halifax wanderers is an amazing game they feels like an english football stadium in the fifth division oh that's really cool i like that i like that so it's like uh yeah i like that that's really cool because i remember watching montreal play there and i was like oh this is like it's a small venue but seeing how the ultras are celebrating and like chanting i'm like oh it's definitely a vibe and seeing your pictures there and at at, at uh, halifax that was really cool so i got i got a better idea of what it was like but definitely explore cpl uh definitely explore more to cpl that'd be really fun and see what that's like but yeah but uh but hopefully all of you i hope all of you uh, listen to uh uh, my my soccer pilgrim season at Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal fans, all of them I spoke to were relatively level headed, reasonable within their whatever they said. Uh, it's funny because uh, I think the only person who like uh, said anything against some of the no not against them, but they were just like, oh, he's being contradictory or whatever. But anyway, uh, with some of the people I interviewed, but uh, yeah, I'm losing my train of thought. I blame COVID right now for this. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It was really fun recording it. I for the first time I had like two people come into my house, uh, the two friends of mine come to my house and talk to him face to face. Conversation flowed way better. It was very nice. Um, so I want to try to get more people to do this. I have two mics, so it'd be nicer to do these interviews or talks face to face because the conversations flow better. And if I am in Ottawa and decide to do, and then when I do a soccer pilgrim episode on Ottawa, I mean. I might as well just bring two mics at this point and talk to whoever's available. I, Aaron, I think you're, I think you're on the list for sure in that in that regards. But uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here because my throat's getting worse and raspy. And for everyone who listened to this season on Arsenal, thank you so much. Oh, oh another thing I noticed that all the all the people I spoke to with Ars about Arsenal, all the Arsenal fans I spoke to this season, all hate Arsenal fan TV. They all don't are not fans of Arsenal fan TV, which was kind of a breath of fresh air. That's how I know. They all don't like it for whatever reason, but at the end of the day, they don't associate with Arsenal Fan TV. And I thought that was refreshing. They they find it funny for the banter, but they don't actually like it. And I'm like, good, good. This is how I know how level-headed these people are. So it's good to know that. Otherwise, for everyone who came into the live stream, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. To all those who listened to the season, a soccer pilgrim Arsenal fan, thank you so much for doing so. Uh, I'll do more. I'll try to be more consistent with the live streams of it in the future. Perhaps uh, maybe weekly, but I gotta start. I gotta start getting ready for the Manchester United season. So, to everyone, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you coming to the live stream. Thank appreciate you listening to this season of Soccer Pilgrim. Uh, so, thank you for everything. Uh, my name is uh, Jason Jisoo Kim. Maybe that's how I should sign off from now on. But anyway, uh, my name is Jason Kim. Thank you for listening to Soccer Pilgrim from Montreal. Thank you, and let's end this thing.